welcome to StarCast for the 16th of February, 2023. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, editor of Planet Waves, author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, and host of Planet Waves FM. Thank you for joining me for this new edition that goes with the Feb 16 editions of Planet Waves. It has been a really wild couple of weeks in world events. Uh, I had cautioned back in July and ongoing since then about the possibility of diversionary events that are designed to cloak awareness of, excuse me, more important things going on. And we had a classic example of that last weekend, Super Bowl weekend, um, with um, the the Air Force claiming to shoot down UFOs on a daily basis, one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday. Then before that, the uh, the, the weather balloon, uh, alleged weather balloon that uh, China let float around over the country. Uh, and uh, this is all just a kind of a joke. It is... Um, designed to take our attention off of much more important things. You don't have to look far to find them. The the Turkey in earthquake, the fact that Biden blew up the pipeline uh, that provided gas to Europe from, I guess, from Russia. I'm not carefully tracking that story, but it's a major environmental breach on, on the level of the BP spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, And then, of course, there is the uh, train wreck that happened on the 3rd of February in Ohio. And I have focused my coverage this week on the false flag UFO incidents, the possibility of more false flag UFO incidents right up to the potential for a make-believe alien invasion. I think all of this UFO bullshit we've been seeing this, these drip disclosure events since 2017, um, when the New York Times, uh, for the first time, published uh, footage provided by the Air Force, I guess, of, uh, of, of so-called actual UFOs. They're probably not, have not that. They're probably well-identified. Anyway, um, and then from there, I, I give a, um, a, a somewhat detailed explanation of uh, what happened in Ohio, although that is a developing story, I am still learning the details about that and putting together what was uh, what was on that train. Uh, and I cover the chart of that a really really striking chart. And in that chart, uh, with uh, the that was the chart with the with the full moon at Imbolc at the cross quarter, right? That the the the, uh, the full moon. Uh, at the cross quarter, let's see if I can find that chart handy. It was uh, two weeks. Ago. It was su- Sunday, I think, the sixth, um, and that chart featured the moon and the sun square Uranus, which is always a- about expecting the unexpected, and uh, and sometimes it can be really, really over the top, and it was. And uh, one of the most striking things about the train wreck chart is that the sun was square Uranus to two arc minutes. Um, that that is um, that is a thirtieth of a degree. That is nothing at all. I mean that that's uh, you know you could uh, that's like like in microns astrologically. And then Neptune on the seventh house cusp, warning of both a toxic gas cloud, but also warning about deception. And of course, uh, dioxin is uh, 
the other name for deception, vice versa. And so we have a massive dioxin release that is not being tested for. The, the, the official authorities, state authorities, Ohio EPA, federal EPA, we have not seen a report of one single dioxin test following this incident where a whole lot of vinyl chloride and many other chemicals were burned. There are inevitably going to be uh, dioxins created. These are, uh, you know, these, these are essentially the most potent chemicals in the world. The big daddy of them all is called 2378TCDD. And uh, I have linked my coverage of that, uh, which is ongoing and rapidly making its way around the world. Uh, there are not many people warning of this problem. So um, if you know how to find your way to my Substack, I would suggest uh, if you're interested in this, you can read all kinds of uh, stuff there. All right, let's get into the astrology of the moment. Uh, the, the main chart ahead of us right now is the Pisces new moon. That's on Monday, President's Day here in the United States, a holiday uh, for some people. Uh, the sun enters Pisces on the 18th. That's on Saturday, 5.34 p.m. Uh, so it'll be moving through the very last degrees of Aquarius. Uh, it will be, it'll, it'll, it will make a, let's see if it's doing that now. It's uh, right now, as I speak, in a very close conjunction to Saturn in late Aquarius. Saturn, of course, moves into Pisces on March 7th. That's only about two weeks away. Uh, and then the sun will be anoretic. It'll it'll be a void, of course, for a while, uh, a day or so before it enters um, Pisces on February twentieth. I'm not sorry. That's the new moon. We'll get to that in a second. Before it enters uh, Pisces on the uh, the eighteenth, and so uh, the new moons are occurring with the uh, sun very early in the sign these days. It's going to happen. Uh, on on Monday with the Pisces new moon with the sun and the moon at one degree 22 minutes of, of uh, Pisces that's only one less than a degree and a half in um, and then a month later there will be a new moon on the Aries point uh, that too is an Aries point event like the full moon that happened with the sun and the moon exactly at the midpoint of the fixed signs, halfway between an equinox and a solstice. Those two are Aries point events. And when something happens exactly on one of the equinox or solstice points, that is an Aries point event. And there's a couple of other hot spots in the zodiac mathematically that pick up that energy, but it is the energy of amplification and of intersections opening up between the public and the private between the individual and the collective. Uh, I, I liken it to having your beach chair set up in the middle of a big intersection. You're casually sipping your tea and reading the paper and cars are going by. Um, or as David Byrne said in the song Television Man, perhaps my favorite talking head song, the world crashes into my living room. That is the feeling of the Aries point. Uh, so we're not there yet. We got the Aries point is quiet at the moment, but it's going to get real hot in one month when the when the sun enters Aries the same day as the moon enters Aries. Of course, March is a very very busy month. So let's give a quick read 
of the uh, of the Pisces new moon chart. It has uh, some really interesting features. For example, um, Venus is in the last degree of Pisces for this chart, and Pluto is in the last degree of Capricorn for this chart. So it's a it is a Venus Pluto sextile. Very nice aspect. A a strong aspect where the planets are in a dialogue. It is solid. There's leverage. You can build on a sextile, but it's right, right at the edge. So it's like, well, okay, well, it'll be real interesting to see some of the real life things that that represents. And one of the things it represents is our life on the edge right now. And it's also one of the events on the final approach to Pluto entering Cap Aquarius in, in March, right? So in the background of everything, that's the big watershed event is is Pluto entering Aquarius, almost concurrent with Saturn entering Pisces a little bit earlier in March on the 7th. And so we've got all this big stuff about to happen, and and then we get a little calm before the storm with the sun and mellow Pisces, uh, Pisces for a while, and then uh, Saturn will join the will will join everything in in Pisces, and I think um, firm up some of these very loose boundaries that we have placed around our reality. But we'll get to that soon when I do a focused uh, podcast on Saturn entering Pisces. Uh, I don't see this as being nearly as um, quote quote bad of a thing as other astrologers do, uh, because we have had so much Neptune in Pisces, so much overabundance, overflowing, a flooding of out-of-control yin energy. Saturn entering Pisces will bring a, uh, a a sense of containment to that yin energy. Saturn is, I think, in many ways a yin principle. Certainly Saturn in Pisces is a yin principle. And that will um, help contain and create boundaries around all of this uh, overflowing, uh, overabundant, out-of-control yin, that's to say feminine, energy, right? We always say male energy is out of control, men are out of control. Well, that does not really appear to be the state of the world, and yin and yang have to be in balance with themselves and in balance with one another, or uh, there there is invariably um, a a big mess. And I, I don't see the the main problem being the kind of aggression that people uh, th- you know think the kind of like overt um, overt attack. But there's a, a lot of hostility being created uh, by this depletion of self identity. Uh, that too is shown in the chart as Mars makes its third approach in a square to. Neptune. So there is this struggle to keep things in balance, and the aggression is being filtered through the yin side of the energy field rather than the overt um, side. So in a sense, rather than someone taking a sledgehammer to things, you could say that it's a setup for things to fall apart seemingly on their own under the influence of entropy. That's another way to think of yin energy as an abundance of entropy, of, uh, of, of things moving toward increasing chaos. And I think that the ingress 
of Saturn, which happens during the sun's run through Pisces, is going to help contain some of that and um, be one of our biggest opportunities to apply the reality principle uh, to uh, everything that we are living through. Uh, also of note in this new moon chart is that Mars, which is still slow and powerful, is uh, <clears throat> at opposition to the great attractor. Uh, that will be the most exact over the weekend. The great attractor is um, a prodigious deep space influence. It is the kind of uh, central funnel point of all of the galaxies, approximately 100,000 of them, in our uh, local galaxy system. And we are at the far edge of that. We're kind of like on the on the way tail end of that galaxy system called Laniakea. And all the way at the other end in mid-Sagittarius is this point called the Great Attractor. And Mars is face-to-face with the Great Attractor. And what that says to me, uh, based on some experience using the Great Attractor, um, back to the really early 2000s when Phil Sedwick told me about it, is uh, that look look for, well, be aware of the possibility of actions taking, having results far beyond what you have the ability to perceive. So there's a kind of things reach around the bend when the great attractor is there. Additionally, when the great attractor is present in, uh, in a chart, particularly a personal chart or the chart of a personal event, it can represent a protective influence because it's as if the things that would seek to in some way harm or disrupt you can't quite catch up. And if they get close, they can't quite get their hooks in. So there's really a protective element of the great attractor. And so uh, look look for that. And the this is suggesting taking evasive maneuvers when there is aggression and hostility rather than going blow for blow. There's no reason to go blow for blow. Now, it's not a good idea in this very volatile environment in which we are living where everything is in flux. I mean, that's the simplest way to describe these charts right now is that we're in this moment where everything is in flux into a whole new scenario with uh, in March with Saturn changing signs followed by Pluto changing signs followed by Mars changing signs. I think I've got that order correct. And so there's just a lot happening all at once. Many things are in transition. And one way to uh, think about this is uh, that, well, what doesn't make sense now is likely to make sense fairly soon. Uh, Just give things time and do everything you can to stay out of your own way. Always a good idea uh, to uh, n- not throw stumbling blocks in your own path. Invoke Lord Ganesha to remove obstacles for you and <clears throat> and kind of uh, keep your adversaries at bay and uh, in in a in a safe place far away from you. Um, I will have a full discussion of the train wreck in Ohio on Friday night's Planet Waves. FM. Uh, that always posts before its 10 p.m. scheduled time. I've usually got the show up sometime around by uh, by seven o'clock, the latest. I you know want to get done and uh, take a few breaths before doing the next thing. 
Uh, so please look for that. And then also at my Substack, I'm not sure that you know what this uh, platform is, but you can just Google Eric Coppolino's Substack or you can find it at Planet Waves FM, one word, planetwavesfm.substack.com. There's a whole world of uh, mainly non-astrological content, but I do quite a bit of um, astrology content up there as well. But lately, these days, I have been on the uh, the organic chlorine chemicals beat. I have not been involved in the story directly for, for quite a long time, so um, I'm uh, spending some time on the phone with chemists and brushing up on my chemistry, but um, we've got some exciting astrology for you today with, uh, with Planet Waves FM's planetwave.net's subscriber editions. All right, I am going to uh, quit while I'm ahead here, and thank you for listening, thank you for reading, thank you for subscribing. Uh, please do what you can to help us provide all of these um, really high-quality and useful materials for you, and I look forward to being with you Friday night before 10 Eastern Time at planetwaves.fm. Once again, thank you, and bye for now.